Conversations on Economic Opportunity, produced by Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public-private academic partnership that's creating economic activity and prosperity in the Ann Arbor region. Innovative businesses and leaders are what make Ann Arbor a destination for startups and growing global businesses. By sharing their stories, they share what makes this region stand out for the exceptional schools, abundant parks, amazing community services that all contribute to our quality of life. Conversations on economic opportunity are a way to spotlight those who are helping this region thrive. Well, joining me today is Kelly Sexton, who leads the University of Michigan's Research and Innovation Partnerships, which is an important part of our ecosystem and a strong partner of Ann Arbor Spark. Um, for those, Kelly, who aren't familiar with your important work, can you explain what your team does and how you fit into the university system? Hey, Paul, certainly. So, so first, thanks for having me on the podcast and, and thank you for doing these conversations with um, the great folks in our community. Um, so at Innovation Partnerships, um, we're charged with amplifying the impact of the great research that happens every day at U of M. And we do this by creating private sector partnerships. Um, so this can occur through research collaborations with companies. It can occur um, by connecting faculty with entrepreneurs and investors to facilitate startup company formation. Um, within the university, we support University of Michigan faculty and researchers from across the Ann Arbor campus, including Michigan Madison, as well as faculty from Dearborn and Flint. Um, we are currently innovation partnerships at U of M, but um, we're the, also the office formerly known as Tech Transfer. And we recently modernized and expanded our organization um, to provide even um, better service to University of Michigan faculty and industry. So today we're organized really around um, three teams, alliances, licensing, and ventures. Our corporate research alliances team works to create research collaborations with existing companies. We do a lot of work with um, pharma and biotech, as well as um, great relationships with Ford, Toyota Research Institute, and many others. And so we foster and grow those research alliances. Our licensing team um, works with U of M faculty um, from the moment where it might be a faculty member, her graduate student, and a great idea. They develop patent protection strategy, commercialization strategy, and ultimately negotiate all of the license and other commercialization agreements that the University of Michigan enters into to transfer these technologies out into the world. Our ventures team um, pro um, provides support to um, teams at U of M that are working to develop new startup companies around U of M research discoveries and technologies. We're really fortunate um, as part of this team to have our mentor in residence program that can bring business mentorship to U of M faculty and researchers to help them um, develop the business plan around the, the company, connect them with talent, we're able to connect them um, and even provide some direct funding. We have an incubator um, that, where we can provide space to recently launched companies. And so, you know, with all of this, we're really trying to, to build a suite of services around U of M faculty um, such that we can support them anytime they wanna see the impact of their research amplified by connecting with the private sector, whether it's um, around sponsored research, licensing and commercialization or startup company formation. So that's a great overview that really talks about um, 
all the things that you're doing inside the university community. And I guess I, one question that I would want to ask you to share, share sort of your perspective on is how do you see that role in terms of the, uh, the region's larger uh, ecosystem? What's yeah. the relationship between what you're doing and the larger ecosystem? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll start at a, at a high level and then talk about how that, um, how that feels to us um, in our day-to-day -day work. We thought a lot about this um, about two and a half years ago when we were um, formulating the, the mission and the vision for, for our team and for our work. And um, on the one hand, the University of Michigan is um, a leading you know, global university competing with the, the very best universities in the world, um, especially in terms of our, our research productivity and research output. Um, on the other hand, um, we're also a public university and we've cared deeply about um, the economic success and vitality of our region and of our state. And so um, the way we were able to, to combine these two ideals were ultimately ideals where ultimately we want to support um, moving U of M innovations out into the world in ways where they can positively impact as many lives as possible. And we want to do that in a way that's meaningful um, for Michigan was really to think about um, how our role is to redefine how world-class university research can fuel a region and solve the world's greatest challenges. So that's kind of, that's starting at the top right. level of what we right. aspire to do. Um, and then the way that works on the ground is um, we want to do everything that we can to contribute to this ecosystem. And it's absolutely essential to our success at Innovation Partnerships. And I would argue it's critical to the long-term success of the university itself. Mm -hmm. um, so, so when it comes to research productivity, University of Michigan is the largest public university for volume of research in the country. So we've got over $1.6 billion of annual research activity across our great campus, producing amazing new technologies and discoveries. Um, in terms of technology commercialization, we're one of the, the busiest and most productive um, offices in the country. We're typically coming in um, just um, third behind only MIT and Stanford um, in terms of volume of new inventions created on our campus. Um, U of M faculty are consistently putting out over 500 new invention discoveries every year. Um, likewise, when it comes to licenses and options executed, we're in the top five. And most recently for number of startups created, we came in number two, we had 31 and MIT had 32 startups. So we're really competing with the best in the nation. But a key difference is when a U of M startup company is launched, it's um, not launching in the same ecosystem that you would have in the Boston area or in Silicon Valley. And so we wanna do everything that we can to make this ecosystem stronger um, so that we can start to level the playing field and create more competitive advantage for U of M startup companies. And you know, we, we know that this is a challenge in our region and you know, that's part of the reason we have Ann Arbor Spark um, is to also help bolster this ecosystem. So we're really proud of, of what we're able to do to create more startup companies to connect with this ecosystem um, where uh, we view our role as helping to feed it. Um, 
we hope that by creating more startup companies here in our area, we're able to help with some of the talent um, retention problems so that when U of M grad, um, grads are created, they see opportunities for them here locally. Um, you guys do a great job um, in, in highlighting this through um, tech track and showing um, the, you know, our talented graduates that there are high tech, cool startup opportunities for them here in Ann Arbor and in Southeast Michigan. And you know, likewise, by um, working well with the private sector, we think we have a role to play in recruiting um, new companies to our area and connecting them with the great um, opportunities at U of M. And I do want to mention, you know, the success that that we enjoy in this area is really due to partnerships. Um, this is really a team sport. And so for us, our partnership with Ann Arbor Spark is, is so valuable, um, both um, with your entrepreneurial services team and all of the great resources that you provide to all of the startups in our region and, and especially to U of M startups. And you know, also the great work that you do in corporate recruitment, the companies that Ann Arbor Spark helps to bring to Ann Arbor and to our region um, become the future great corporate research sponsors of U of M. Um, they hire our students and it really becomes a, a great um, you know, virtuous cycle. Likewise, um, the programs within the university that bolster our success, our mentor in residence program, um, for example, um, our translational research programs that help us take early stage technologies and de-risk them and move them closer to where they need to be in order to have a serious conversation with an entrepreneur or a, a corporate partner. Um, these programs are made possible through collaborations we have with the Michigan Economic Development Corporation. The Tech Transfer Talent Network um, allows us to have mentors and residents both at U of M and at public universities throughout the state. And likewise, our MTRAC programs um, are made possible only through uh, Michigan Economic Development Corporation support. These two programs are respectively silver and gold medal winners from the International Economic Development Council. And I've gotta say, I get calls all the time from my colleagues around the country saying, how do you have so many mentors and residents? How do you have so much um, translational research support for your projects? And, you know, I'm just, I'm so grateful to the visionary leadership in this state that sees that um, this activity is important for the vitality of our state. Um, and I'm, I'm really grateful that, that we're able to have these partnerships with MEDC. Yeah. So, so before we started, one of the things that we talked about is, that we have this catalog of, of past uh, podcasts. And one of the great honors that I had was to sort of do a oral, oral history with Mary Sue Coleman, who's the you know, immediate past president. And um, Mary Sue and the university were instrumental and were actually the conveners to create Spark. And Mary Sue's, what you described, her, her vision was uh, how could the university's great work and all the areas that you described, how could it uh, more, more be more impactful to the surrounding region? She was looking at Stanford and what happened around Stanford and what around MIT. And so uh, the university's role in, in uh, leadership in convening and bringing other partners to the table to create 
uh, spark, which then creates the helped create the ecosystem surrounding the university, sort of created this virtuous virtuous cycle, right? What's what's interesting is how many of on our corporate recruitments these are uh, executives who are graduates of the University of Michigan. So they have they have a sense. I mean, a lot of people may know this story and not know the story, but you know, Larry Page went to the University of Michigan, and the reason we have the National AdWords. Uh, the, the part of Google that makes money in Ann Arbor is because Larry had that affinity. And we just had that experience uh, recently with the CEO of, of KLA, right? Uh, which is just a huge, huge uh, investment here uh, and really sort of a validation of this is a great place for a very significant high-tech company um, to be to be located. And so I, I think this is interesting. And I'm, I'm a shameless plug. If you want to go back and hear that conversation with Mary Sue, uh, it, it is resident on our website. And the other thing, just you, I was also pleased to hear, I, as, as the past chair of the International Economic Development Council, five or six years ago, I'm really pleased that you, you were honored by that organization, which is the preeminent uh, economic development organization in the United States for those two silver and gold awards. So, hey, um, you know, you've really been moving forward in a lot of directions, and you recently made a really exciting announcement that the University of Michigan was establishing the new Accelerate Blue Venture Capital Fund, 20 million, the potential for 20 million fund to aimed at early stage startups uh, to help provide additional funding opportunity outside of traditional NIH and National Science Foundation funding routes to commercialization. Um, you've already made investments in U of M startups. Can you, can you talk about that? I think it's really exciting new thing for you and your team to be involved in. Yeah, ab absolutely happy to, Paul. And, and of course, you've had kind of a, a front row seat to this journey, um, serving on um, our national advisory board for our organization. Um, and you know, for the for the listeners, I want to I want to start with why um, you know, and talk about why we're doing this. So, you know, the University of Michigan, we're going to keep our faculty are going to keep innovating. They're going to keep creating amazing new technologies and research discoveries. And we're going to help them launch great companies. Um, what we want to do is create the environment and the ecosystem locally so that more of these startup companies will choose to, to remain in Southeast Michigan and will choose to grow and scale their companies here. And I, I want to share just you know, one, one data point. And that's, we, we did a three-year look back um, for um, 2019, 2018, 2017, and looked at all of the funding raised from VCs and angel investors by U of M startup companies. And the number um, blew us away. It was $1.7 billion raised by about 70 um, U of M startup companies. And we were really thrilled with that number. And, and then we dug in and we said, okay, how, you know, what was the in-state, out-of-state, and um, about half of the companies um, ultimately left um, the state of Michigan. Um, those companies raised 1.5 of the $1.7 billion number. Um, the cohort that stayed, again, about 35 companies, they raised 200 million of, of the total. And 80% of the capital that they raised came from out of state. And so you know this, and that's why Spark has a lot of programs in this area. We know it's a problem that there's just a mismatch between the intellectual capital that we have in our area and the venture capital that we have. 
And we know it's a problem for Michigan. We know it's a problem for the Great Lakes region and, and really for most of the country outside of California, Boston, and New York. And so what we're trying to do is provide an early um, early stage risk tolerant source of patient capital for promising University of Michigan startup companies. And um, the way we're doing this is we're raising our fund through philanthropy. And the goal is for it to be an evergreen fund. And that means that for every dollar that's returned from an investment that the fund makes, um, every dollar is going to go back into the fund. So our, our hope is that we've got a source of investment capital for U of M startup companies today, and also in a generation from now, um, that's able to, to again, um, give them a leg up, help them um, to maintain their competitive advantage, help them to more quickly accelerate um, the success of their company. And that, that really comes you know, that's the name, the Accelerate Blue Fund. So as of today, um, we recently crossed an exciting threshold, over $3 million raised. Again, our, our total target is, is $20 million for the fund. And um, this spring, um, we were able to really stand the fund up and begin making um, investments. Um, the fund is headed by Mike Sarathakis, who is the director of ventures and also the managing director of the Accelerate Blue Fund. And so Mike and his team have been able to so far make uh, investments into two U of M startup companies. Um, they've got a really exciting pipeline that they're looking at of um, potential um, new investments for the fund. And we're continuing our efforts to fundraise. And Paul, we know this model can work. Um, Ann Arbor Spark has shown that this model um, will work um, years ago when you were managing the, the Michigan Rise Fund. And today the um, proceeds from that fund have allowed you to also have an ongoing source of capital for reinvestment in our ecosystem. And we really think this is what a great university should do. We really should um, invest in our best and brightest and you know, bring resources to help bolster our ecosystem. So I'm, I'm really excited about this fund. It's been one of the, the funnest projects that I've gotten to work on here. Yeah, it's really important because what we've noticed in, in its national and it's, and it's even in those hotbeds that you described is venture capital has moved upstream. And what we mean by that is they're, they're uh, not providing as much resources to the very early stage companies at that ver very early point. Um, they're waiting until the company has revenue or, or things in that regard. And so um, this, is a, this is a gap um, that um, we were all at a disadvantage already, but we, it, it, it's a disadvantage for many, many companies across the country now. And so it, it's, re, it's really important. And I really applaud all your work to get it there. And you know, what we did is, um, as you described it, we, we received capital back in the early days uh, from uh, the state and it was given to Spark to invest in early stage companies. Um, and then because the team was as good as it, as it is, we do have an evergreen nature to that. And uh, several, about a year and a half ago, the board made a decision because those dollars are Sparks dollars um, that we wanted to just focus on, on Washington uh, County 
uh, early stage companies. And so it, it has an evergreen nature, but we've reduced the scope because there's other players looking at the rest of the state. So we've been excited that there's opportunities. We've had opportunities working with Mike um, to uh, marry up our funds, you know, what we have available, what you have available to really help companies. So few more, few more things I want to touch on here with you today. Um, you know, one of the things that I've always been appreciative of is that the university uh, in, in the leadership in, in your area has not just been there uh, to look at what, what's good for the University of Michigan, but you have helped the other universities um, in the state in terms of uh, working with early stage companies. Can you describe a little bit about your partnerships with, with uh, the other universities in the state? Yeah, absolutely. And, and these are, um, by and large, again, you know, made possible through um, support from the Michigan Economic Development Corporation that, that really allows us to have a cohesive network between the, the public universities of the state. Um, so one of the ways that we work together is through the Technology Transfer Talent Network, or T3N. So this program allows us to supply business talent. Um, we, we do it through our mentor and residence program. So we have mentors and residents who are focused on the U of M startup companies and providing business mentorship for them. Um, we're also through this grant able to make mentors and residents available to public universities throughout the state. So they're able to, in, in some cases, hire their own or if we have someone who has expertise that would help a company up at Michigan Tech or over at Wayne State, we're also able to share that resource. So it's it's just a really great way to, um, to um, share talent um, between the universities. We're also able through this program to um, provide commercialization fellowships for recent PhD grads or um, you know, uh, folks who've recently created their postdocs. And what this does is really vital because we know talent is so important. It allows us to say to that, you know, that recently mentored PhD, you know, you don't have to leave right away and take that job in industry. Why don't you stay and keep working on the technology, keep advancing it further? Um, we're going to be able to cover, cover your salary at the university and keep you on the project. And this has been so instrumental in helping us move technologies further, helping us give space um, to these really talented um, technologists so that they can, they can continue advancing the work. And we have seen them um, you know, stay on, keep working on the, the project, in some cases go on to then ultimately become part of a startup company when it forms, or in some cases, even lead the startup company when it forms. Um, a, a great example is Movellus, which was um, the first startup that we invested in out of the Accelerate Blue Fund. Um, Mo had um, been a um, commercialization fellow through the T3N program, had Dave Hartman as a mentor in residence um, through the T3N program, had um, gotten translational funding from NTRAC, and then funding from the Accelerate Blue Fund. So it really, it really does um, create this ecosystem. Um, the other area is translational funding, the MTRAC programs. We're so fortunate. You know, you said we help the other universities. I think they help us. Um, we host the MTRAC for advanced transportation and life sciences playing to our strengths at U of M. But when we have an ag biotech startup company, right. 
I'm able to reach out to our colleagues at Michigan State and encourage our faculty to apply for translational support from their program and to have access to their mentors and residents who see more of those kinds of technologies and deals. So it, it again, just really allows us to share these resources in a way that wouldn't be possible if um, you know, we didn't have this collaborative support from MEDC. So one other recent uh, thing that I learned about is that you've been collaborating with the Department of Defense to expand communities of innovators that would work to identify solutions on important national security challenges. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the Department of Defense is actually a major um, sponsor of research at, at University of Michigan. So it's an, an important part of our um, research enterprise already. And, you know, what they have realized is that in order to really have access to cutting edge innovations, um, they need to connect um, more closely, not only with the universities, but also with the community of innovators and entrepreneurs and industry um, that surrounds the university university ecosystem. So they're doing that through the um, NSEN, which is the National Security Innovation Network. And through that, they really seek to um, be able to connect with the investors and the entrepreneurs and the companies and to help connect them back with DOD funding opportunities, to help connect with them with the DOD as potential um, customers, as potential um, suppliers um, to um, major defense contractors. So it is, it is early days um, for University of Michigan in this collaboration, um, but we're really excited to be able to host um, a, an individual, a university program director from Ensign. And our hope is that this will be a resource um, not only for U of M, but um, for our ecosystem and ultimately for our state. Um, so again, um, trying to connect this individual, not just with what's happening at U of M, but what's happening in Ann Arbor, what's happening in East Lansing, what's happening in Detroit, what's happening up at Michigan Tech and try to think about how um, we can do things and, and better connect with DOD for the benefit of the state. So yeah, I'm excited. We'll, we'll see how it goes over the next couple of years. Yeah, and what's interesting about that is a lot of things that have applicability for national security or defense often then become products that come out into the non-security world, right? So it has yeah. that, that potentiality as well as companies kind of pivot and see, oh, there's another market for this, this idea that we've developed in that way. So, hey, as we close out our conversation today, I know that our listeners would love to hear your perspective about the research being conducted at the university that has commercialization potential and with that potential impact people's lives. So is there a certain market segment or industry, uh, or maybe there's more than one uh, that you are most excited about uh, in the coming years? Yeah, this is, this is always a hard question because there's so many exciting things, but I'll, I'll for brevity, I'll pick two. So one is absolutely in the area of therapeutics. If you want to think about positively impacting people's lives, um, you know, saving their lives is, is something that's that just is, is so important. And um, University of Michigan has a long history of producing new therapeutics that, that improve and save lives. 
We have 14 um, potential therapeutics and some phase of um, FDA um, regulatory clinical trial, phase one, two, or three. So I'm really optimistic that many of these are going to prove to be safe and effective, and we'll see um, more therapeutics av available to patients in the coming years um, that can trace their roots to research back at U of M. And we're doing a lot to, to help bolster this by creating new um, research relationships with pharma and biotech and with life science investors. Um, on the physical sciences side, if, if I had to pick one thing, clearly mobility, and, and you, you write a lot about this and speak about this, this is our area to win. And um, I'm really excited um, about um, the Detroit Regional Partnerships, um, recently been awarded um, a phase one award from the Economic Development Administration's Build Back Better Challenge to create an advanced mobility cluster in Southeast Michigan. For our part, we wanna do everything that we can to support that by bringing great new technologies and great new startups out into our ecosystem to help bolster this area. So I think it's so important for the future of Ann Arbor and of um, Southeast Michigan and of our state. And so very excited about that. Right, really thank you for, for um, sort of leading the conversation from the university's perspective as we as we developed that application. Uh, the Detroit Regional Partnership took the lead, but it is the intentionality of the Biden administration that this is a, a, a broad-based regional uh, effort. And um, we were happy at Spark to, to play a role in that and we'll be playing a continuing role because obviously the next step is the follow-on application that has potentiality to bring you know, tens of millions of dollars uh, to to the region. So, um, we tell our have our audience kind of stay tuned on that. We'll we'll, we'll be working on that. I think that application, uh, second phase application is due in March of next year. So, uh, a lot of work between now and then. Well, Kelly, thank you so much. And also, just to acknowledge, I want to thank you for your service uh, on the Spark Board um, and in your leadership as as vice chair. Uh, it's really important to us in our entire history that we've had that that engagement from the university and support. Um, and uh, I think uh, you and your team are just uh, doing tremendous work. And we're looking forward to the next few years uh, in partnering with you uh, as we move forward. So uh, thank you, Kelly, and uh, have a good rest of your day. Awesome, Paul. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to Conversations on Economic Opportunity. We hope you'll like and share the content you heard today. For additional podcasts and information about Spark, visit annarborusa.org.